All right. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while ending the future of the American dream. Are you tired of this? At what point are you done giving to these companies that do not care about you? At some point, we have to fight back. And that's why I love my people over at Public Square. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to simply buy children's clothing, find new athletic clothing that knows what a woman actually is, shop for clean skin care, or find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as a consumer or business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Cooper's Up. All right, all right, all right. This film, Sound of Freedom, comes out. And before you even know it, you're involved in a culture war. And all you wanted to do was go see a film. And I am completely lit up. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rant a little bit, but I can't even compare to the epic rants of my friend Graham Allen with the Dear America podcast. So I hit my friend Graham. I'm like, dude, uh, what is going on? With the pushback against this Sound of Freedom film, we'll explain what's going on. But say hello to our good friend, Graham Allen, friend of the show, friend of mine. How you doing, buddy? Yo, 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 man. Uh, at this point, we should just do a joint show. And then we should just co-anchor the show together at this point. I, you, <laughs> you, you are Dear America's most uh, most often guest. And I, I've got to be nearing the top now for Cooper stuff. I've got I've to be getting yep. up there. <laughs> Me and Billy Holloway, but uh, Holloway, one of the two. So that's right. That's very, very good of you to, to notice. And uh, I'm glad that I'm like that on your show too, because absolutely, man, things are getting flipping weird now. You were mad the other day. You were upset. I, I, I uh, you liked it, didn't you? You I, like it deep down. You know that <laughs> I like confrontational type things. Like it's a, <laughs> It's something that the Lord uh, works with me on quite, quite often. You know how some people, they like avoid awkward confrontation. I'm like that per person that's like, you're going to let them talk. You, you know, you're just going to let them get away with that. You're just going to let them, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm the guy that's just like, I relish in it. Like it's, it's not a good characteristic that I have. And so I have to like push it way down. But there was that little bit. I was like, Ooh, John's spicy today. This is going to be, this is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. No, it's, um, uh, it, it is this, this pushback with the sound of freedom 
Uh, I don't think it's the sound of freedom. I think it's just sound of freedom. Sound of freedom uh, is it is uh, you wrote me about it. And I think I don't remember exactly what I said. I think I think I said something along the lines of, you know, why is there all this pushback to blah, 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 blah. And, and sometimes the, the most simplistic answer is and oftentimes it is this way. The most simplistic answer is oftentimes the correct answer. And, and so you know, before we get deep down into it, I, I think the listeners should think to themselves as we discuss this, why would anyone that be a person, uh, a, a media outlet, uh, a journalist outlet, what, whatever, why would a person be anti an anti-child sex trafficking movie? And ask yourself that question <laughs> above all the other questions as we go along and then, you know, oftentimes the answer that you would immediately have to that, oh, they're a pedophile or, or, or anything like, you know, just bam, whatever the first thing is in your mind. That's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we, we are there. We are witnessing people actively going against an anti-child sex trafficking movie. And it is absolutely insane. What's going on, everybody? I want you to stop drinking communist coffee. I want you to switch to America's Coffee, BlackRifleCoffee.com. It's very simple. You can spend the rest of your life drinking frou-frou drinks for anti-American communist pieces of garbage, or you can drink America's Coffee and support my friends of over 10 years at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Go get America's Coffee. Fuel up on freedom. BlackRifleCoffee.com right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, when I started laughing when I got your with your text back, because you're like, sometimes the simplest answer is just the answer. I'm, I'm like, that's why I like Graham. It's like, hey, you know what? We're not gonna overthink this. Boom. Uh, and and I like, but it, and I feel like I need to rewind because some people might be like, yeah, I don't yep. even know what they're talking. So I, I apologize, everybody. I started this thing because I'm. We'll still, go back. We'll go back. I, we'll go back. <laughs> I'm still mad from the day. All right. So, film comes out. It's called Sound of Freedom. Yep. And is Jim Caviezel's the main star based on a true story of a guy called Tim Ballard, um, who was a what what did he work? What was what was he actually working for the U.S. government? Uh, Homeland Security. Yeah. All right. So Homeland Security. All right. So anyway, real life stories of going and saving children from these, you know, uh, sex trafficking rings. All right. Which is obviously a real thing. And so. By the way, you can still see me, right? Yeah, yeah, I All got right. you. You're there. Sorry, my beautiful uh, as always. Yeah, so, something weird just happened to my uh, screen here. So anyway, so this comes out, and uh, they originally it was going to be I can't remember where it was going to be released, but then Disney bought up whoever they're going to buy it from. Then Disney shelved it. They didn't want to release it. Next Netflix wouldn't release it, so they end up going with Angel Studios. Angel Studios does The Chosen, and so it's more of a, a you know I don't know conservative or religious funding, whatever you want to call it, it became a culture war thing. And so I get all of that. What I was not expecting was this. Let me read you a couple headlines so people know what we're dealing with here. What I was not expecting was the movie comes out and it, and it ends up, you know, crushing on its first week. Everybody's shocked. I think it brought yeah. in 19 or 20 million in that first four days. Does that sound yeah, about right to you? I think right it's at like 42, 43 now or something like that. That's yeah. right. And so I think because of that, it gets all this publicity, right? Yeah. I expected. I expected the left to not to like it. And yeah, this is a conservative film and, and blah, 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 blah. But I get it. But I 
I gotta admit, I did. I'm so naive. I never expected this reaction. This is the Guardian. Um, the title of the article is "Sound of Freedom: The QAnon Adjacent Thriller Seducing America." And in yeah. case anybody wants to know, anytime somebody wants to like put a battering ram against something that they don't like, they call it something adjacent. <laughs> I don't know if you have you noticed that it's like yeah. white adjacent, yeah. um, conservative Absolutely. adjacent. Yep. So. Uh, and I'm not even I won't even read the article because the, the articles are just so dumb. Here's another one from Rolling Stone. Um, where's the title of this article? This is the doozy. Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms. The QAnon 10 thriller about child trafficking is designed to appeal to the conscience of a conspiracy addled boomer. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite one. That, that, that was my favorite one was that one. Yeah, that, that one was pretty. Uh... That one, that, that one was, they're all an attack, but that one was like, bam, you know, it was like, just, you know, just hit you right in the face with it. If you, if you, if you, I don't know anyone that enjoyed that movie, first of all, like, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not like a feel good movie. Like you don't walk out of there going, oh, that was great. Like, you know, you, you walk out of there feeling like you just got punched in the gut um, and in the face. And, and, and so, but, but, but that article is basically like, if you thought that movie was good in any way, you are a, a QAnon conspiracy theorist. And this is like your Superman movie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you expect them to have this reaction? Are you as surprised as I am? I mean, you've been doing this longer than me. Were you surprised at the level of, of vitriol? I'm, I, you know me, I, I'm not shocked by a lot of things. Um, I, I, I will say no, because I knew that. And if you, if you've seen the film and you've stayed for like the special message that they have at the end of it, um, the film was actually filmed five years ago. So back in 2018, the film has been done for five years and, and, and for five years, this film has, you know, you call it uh licensing rights. You call it whatever you want to call it. I, I, and, and I'm not really in the mood to do the semantics of this stuff. Uh, oh, well, Netflix had the right or Disney had the rights and then Netflix got it. And then so-and-so had it and five years, five years, this movie was not going to see the light of day. And I don't think that they were expecting it to. Um, Angel Studios actually bought it. Like, I think they, I mean, I don't know how much money they paid for it, but they bought the film to get the rights to be able to do it. And, and, and so for five years, this movie has been on the shelf. You got to ask yourself the question, why? Why was this movie that only cost $15 million to make if you put it on Netflix, it's going to make money, right? Like, like, you know, it, it's an obvious moneymaker. It's a $15 million film, zero chance. If you put it on a massive streaming platform like Disney plus, um, and, or, you know, I don't really think it belongs on Disney plus if you really look at what Disney's supposed to be about, but I digress. Uh, but Netflix, it, it's going to make money. So why didn't they put this movie out there? The movie's going to make money like period. If you put it on a streaming platform, cost you 15 million, you're probably going to make a hundred million off of the streaming revenue from it in the first place, you have to ask, why did it take five years for this movie to even come out in the first place? And so no, now that it's finally out, they, they cut it in half. It's only allowed in half of the theaters in the United States, as opposed to like your Indiana Jones or your major releases. And then it just squashes everything. And, 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 
And the, the effect that remains true time and time again, that I'm so proud of people in 2023 is that when people find out that people don't want you to do something, they go like, 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 like I am so proud of people in 2023 because that's, that's been the biggest shift to me. And that's why you're seeing such a vitriol response because it used to be, Oh, you know, uh, you shouldn't go see this movie. Uh, the, the movie never would have had any momentum at all, but now it's like, Hey, these people don't want you to see this film and people naturally want to go, well, why do they not want me to go see that? film? I'm going to go see the film. Like, why am I not supposed to go see this thing? It's a new culture aspect that people are kind of going into here. And, and so, no, I'm not shocked at all. I, I, I'm, I, I don't think it's over. I think it's only going to get worse. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th Time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further de-evaluation of the dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold, silver, and precious metal. And that's why I use my friends at Birch Gold. It's super easy. It's super simple. All you have to do is text the word GRAM. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 to get your free info kit on how to convert an existing IRA, 401k, or simply some of your savings into gold, silver, and precious metals. To protect yourself in Biden's economy, you have to do what you have to do, and free information is vital information. Text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. Do you think that these people actually uh, disbelieve that there is, I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know how to say this correctly. Do they? I, certainly, they don't disbelieve that there are human beings trafficked today. Is it just that they disbelieve that it's happening to the extent that it's happening, and we're exaggerating it, or is it just that they do know and they just don't care? I mean, what's the deal here? Well, I know that they know. They had somebody on CNN. Uh, I can't remember his name, but I saw the clip and he was like, you know, nobody's nobody's discrediting that that that, that human trafficking exists. Like, like, like we know that, right? And, and and my argument is, okay, you know, there's a couple things in the movie that are movie-esque, right? Like, sure. From what I understand, can can I do a spoiler alert? Has it been out long enough that 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 we can do a spoiler alert? I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think there, there, there's a scene in the it. movie where Jim Caviezel playing Tim Ballard, he like he has to he has to kill a guy to get out of a situation that he's in. From what I understand, that that didn't happen. Like 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 that part. But the going in there and getting the girl and out in the middle of the jungle somewhere like like that part was real but that 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 whole having to fight the guy or whatever and add that little bit of action in there that that was movie-esque from what i understand um but even if numbers even if you think numbers are inflated why attack the film <laughs> like 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 it can't be argued that millions of people in modern day slavery are human trafficked and half this has been referenced in two movies here lately. Uh, Nefarious uh, referenced this uh, in uh, Sean Patrick Flannery's dialogue. He was like, um, there's more slaves today than than at the height of the Roman Empire. And, uh, you know, he's a demon in the, in the movie. So he goes, and the best part of it is half are sex slaves. You know, half of those are sex slaves. 
Like this is something that is starting to come out in, in a lot of movies. So my question is this, even if you think the numbers are inflated, okay, it, it's really not, you know, 40 million people, it, it's, it's 15 million people. So what? <laughs> like, like it, it right. still exists. It's still modern day slavery. It is still um, an evil at the height of which can't even be understood underneath abortion. I think child sex trafficking is is the next one. You know, abortion is the absolute most heinous thing that we have allowed in our world. I think child sex trafficking is number two, in my opinion. Uh, you know, if you had to order heinous acts that are happening in our world right now, why? Why? Why go after the film to try to destroy it, even if you think numbers are inflated? Still, millions of people, half of them are, are children that are being sex trafficked, what, what point are you trying to get across? Like, like what is so bad about the narrative of the film that you feel, feel as though you have to discredit the film? Like, okay, you didn't like the acting. You thought it was cheesy, but you know, at the end of the day, this is a real life issue and people need to pay attention to it. What, what point are you trying to get across? And as we continue to talk about this, Remember that question that I asked at the very beginning before we start talking about this? Why? What, what is the point to attack the film? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's starting to seem, and this is not coming from me. I mean, I, I really don't want to be like this, but they're forcing me to be. Yeah. It's starting to kind of sound like that this is now a political issue. Yep. And if you're on the right side of the aisle, you care about sex trafficking and if you're on the left you don't yep. I, i'm three days ago i would have said all right that's a little unfair because i personally know people on the left i know non-christians on the left who hate sex trafficking so that can't possibly be but they're the ones making it a right-wing issue so what yep. are we to do grant do we just embrace it and say heck yeah if that makes me a right-wing conspiracy theorist that i care about sex trafficking then fine yes I, i'm i'm queuing on sex i'm queuing on right-wing conspiracy theory well, if you now, work out if you work out you're a white a, a, a right wing oh uh, extremist at the same time so don't forget that john I've i just read your, that i've seen your exercising photos we already know that you're you, you might as well be in the clan at this point because you you, you lift <laughs> weights and you go to the gym um these people I would say, are nuts. People, people are crazy. But, but I'll say this to to your point, okay? To not, um, <clears throat> you know, do identity politics. When when I say these things, like there are there when I say things like there is an active pedophile ring, not only within America but around the world. I'm not talking about the guy. Well, I mean, maybe, but but I'm not talking about the majority of Democrats that live in your neighborhood, that yes. work a normal job. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the people that are in the rooms, having the conversations and making the decisions that you don't know anything about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about yeah. the, 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 the elites. I'm talking about the people that could actually cover for these things. Like, like that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, it is, it is, yes. The answer is yes. Um, if you would have told John, if, if just go 10 years ago, 10 years ago, um, somebody tells you, look, man, you didn't hear it from me, but there's this Island 
and all these really rich people and celebrities and everything, they're flying off to this island and they're having sex with kids on this island. People, you were a lunatic. And, and, and that, that was not happening. That, that, that you, you, you are mental. You, you know, that, that's what would have been told you. Come find out, Jeffrey Epstein, obviously, is what I'm talking about. It is real. It did happen. And to this day, they refuse to release the list of the people that were on the island. They have it. They have the list. They have the client. And they refuse to, they refuse to let it be seen. How people are not absolutely... Uh, metaphorically like burning the houses down like i want to know who's on that list i think that's a very logical thing to want to know i want to know who was funding this thing jeffrey epstein didn't do it himself these same people that covered up for the jeffrey epstein thing that still to this day in your face are waving the client list in your face and refuse to do it are the same people today they literally today Two hours before we got on this on this on this conversation, the Secret Service, the most elite police force that we have in the most secured building in the entire world, have concluded their cocaine investigation and have zero suspects, none, unable to identify anybody. I have been to the White House a lot of times, John. There is no th th that's a lie. There is no way. I don't care. I do not care. I do not care. This is not a left thing, a right thing. There are 35 cameras in every room, every hallway, every entryway. They know the cocaine was in a place that normal foot traffic can't get into. <laughs> that means that somebody that can just walk around doing whatever they want to do was in there. They're doing it in our face blatantly all the time. Yesterday, people are finally catching on to the fact, you know, to, to fact check this, uh, the DOJ did not downgrade human sex trafficking yesterday. It actually was a couple months ago where they said it's not at, at their top highest priority list. Uh, it was actually in March, I think, is when they did that. Why? <laughs> like, why, why, why would you do that? And then they get mad at people like us. I'm on the Internet on the Department of Justice's human sex trafficking page because I want to know what's going on. And so if you look at my search history, you're going to see Department of Justice, human trafficking, because I want to know what they're doing about it. I want to know what they're doing. But, but they think we're the crazy ones <laughs> because we want to know what these answers are. You know, you bring up such a great, your analogy with the Epstein Island thing, I mean, on, as simple as that is, it's genius. Because I would have told you you were a lunatic had you told me that six years. I would have, I would have been like, Graham has gone down. He's gone yeah. way, way far down. There's no way this is possible. Now, the list of things that I would have told you was not possible six years ago before I was paying much attention that list is growing and they all keep getting proven true. All right. All yep. through the pandemic, all through Epstein Island and that that's uh, Hunter's laptop and everything. Everything is getting so crazy. And I have a feeling there are a lot of people like me, meaning me four years ago, <laughs> 
just they just want to be reasonable people. They don't want to yeah. believe in conspiracy theories and they don't want to get extreme. And they hear so they go, look, I want I don't want to be some psycho Christian or psycho conservative that's, you know, red pilled, blah, blah, blah. I just want to be a normal Christian and be able to have reasonable conversations on both sides. Those days are freaking over. Those days are over when you've got Epstein Island and they're still lying to us about it. Those days are over when I just think, hey, I know, I I know that that, that the establishment and the institutions, I know they're not gonna like Sound of Freedom. It's got Jim Cavigel. It's got the guy that played Jesus in it, and he's yep. Catholic and he's an outspoken Catholic and he's outspoken about all the covid stuff and about church closures uh which i love he's a, he, he's a punch you in the mouth catholic too like he's oh, like i a, love it yeah he will i yeah, love it i yeah, i, I read yeah. I, I read a quote from him this week that said that christians are use weak and useless because we are more afraid of the devil than we are of god yep now that's a quote for you i wish i made that up so i know the left isn't gonna like it but if all of the institutions are going to come out with articles against, as you said, anti, anti-sex trafficking and saying it's not even happening, it's not even actually a big deal, but all the, they didn't do that when Taken came out, you know, when Liam Neeson was uh, yep. going, you know, punching every human adult male in the throat on the entire because, Eastern because that wasn't because that wasn't real. That's exactly. why they didn't. That's, that's why they didn't go after it. You didn't see any reports going taken, although about a real life situation that is child sex trafficking is a action movie that is exaggerated across. The, nobody said that. Everybody like taken is the, the greatest movie ever. Like they love yes. this. Look, which, it, look. which it was. <laughs> it was, it was, it, it was, was a list. good movie. The second one was pretty bad. And the third one, they kind of brought it back around. But either way. Um, I, I, I agree, by the way. Move on. Go ahead. There we go. Yeah. Movie critics. We should start another thing about movies. But either way, <laughs> when you're a voice for change in a country that's turned its back on its values, it takes a special kind of company to have the fortitude to stand with you while you're out there taking the arrows. That's why I'm proud to stand with Pure Talk. Veteran owned and they have 100% American workforce and they 100% have my back while I'm out there fighting the battles that most people would throw me away and never, ever, ever sponsor us again. So why partner with companies that spit in the face of your values every single day like AT&T, Verizon and T-Mobile? Mix and match your plans to fit every person in your family right now by going to Pure Talk. Choose from talk, text, 5G data for just 20 bucks a month, all the way up to unlimited data with mobile hotspot for 55 bucks a month. Remember, you vote with how you spend your money. So stop supporting woke wireless companies that don't support you. Instead, go to puretalk.com and use promo code Graham and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month because they actually value you. Enjoy your great coverage and save while doing it. Go to puretalk.com and use promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's puretalk.com, promo code Graham. Look, look at it like this. I, and I'll send this to you. And so this is inside knowledge for your listeners, uh, for, for, for even for my listeners, because we're going to release this on Dear America as well. Um, my last book that I put out, it was with a publishing company. And uh, I submitted like my whole manuscript or whatever. And they actually took out an entire chapter in that book. It infuriated really? me to all ends. Like they took an entire chapter out of the book. 
And in the book, I titled that chapter, How to Destroy America. And I wrote the, the, the chapter. I think you'll appreciate this because you're a music artistic guy. Have you ever heard uh, the, oh, I don't remember who did it, but but if I were the devil, you ever heard that? Like if I were the devil and I wanted to destroy America, yes. this and this. Yes, and this that's and this. right. So I wrote it in the same cadence of that, but it was how to destroy America. And at the very last line, I still have that chapter of the book and I'll send it to you that they took out. At the very end of it, I say, so how, how do you destroy America? You do it straight in the face of everyone and dare somebody to do something about it. And they won't that that's how you destroy America. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's happening right now. And I wish to everything I, I may, I don't know, I may release it. Like some of the things like aren't relevant anymore. Cause it was, you know, two and a half years ago, but some of the things like that are very relevant to today. And because, because they are, they're waving it right in our face. Like, like, you know, that this happened. You know that they did this. You know that this is going on, but yet they're still just throwing it in your face and kind of like, well, what are you going to do about it? And, mm. you know, that's a question that every person listening has to ask themselves, what are you going to do about it? Because they're literally waving it in front of your face. They're lying to you straight in front of your face and you know it's a lie. It's like when your kids lie to you and you already know what they did but you ask them anyway right like like, like what'd you mm -hmm. do and that's then they right. lie to you but you already know what they did well that's happening on our end except we're not doing anything about it mm. that is a great point graham you know i feel like i feel like this movie and, and by the way i'm not even saying like this is like the most amazing film I ever saw. I mean, yeah. this, this movie is not even about the film anymore to me. It's about the response to this film. And it has done something to me that has made me realize even more. And in fact, let me say this. I just want to make I'm sure everybody knows. I already knew sex trafficking was, was real. I didn't, yeah. I didn't learn anything new from this film. I liked it. Right. I, I embrace it. People should see it. I liked it. What I've learned from this film is from the response, and it has made me realize even more that we are not in a reasonable day. We, we are not in a reasonable day where you go, hey, I, I want to engage people in reasonable conversation and win them over. We're dealing in, in days of madness, and that a, a little bit of me died this week seeing this when I went, okay, you know what? The days of trying to be reasonable are over. So, so let me tell you what's on my mind, Graham. Yeah, go for it. You already know this, but I'm going to go through the list for our, our listeners, all right? Number one, I've read all the sexual revolution material from the, the, the 30s, from Wilhelm Reich. I read the sexual revolution stuff from uh, uh, Marcuse, who is a critical theorist. And I read the, the second wave feminist stuff. And then the third wave feminist stuff. I read the medical establishment in the late 40s and 50s. Uh, was it Kinsey who wrote... Um, yeah, Kinsey, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. sexual around the human male and then the, the, the female read this stuff about John Money, who did the, the transgender surgeries back in the 60s. All of these people, all of them, without exception, promoted pedophilia, every yep. single one of them. And the medical establishment of the day promoted every single one of them. Hollywood 
promoted every single one of them. The media celebrated every single one of them. Yep. Nothing has changed all the way up today. Well, you got people like Kevin Bacon and Charlize Theron and yep. Melissa McCarthy and all these Hollywood actors saying how wonderful it is to take your kids to drag queens or story hour and drag is love. And nothing has changed. These people are not reasonable. And so I'm looking at it going, okay, wait a minute. If the sexual revolution and remember conjoined with the medical establishment, big media at the time and Hollywood, if it's the same thing as today and all of them praise pedophilia and the sexualization of your children and the media is coming out against an anti uh, as anti anti sex trafficking. It, it's a, it's a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as you said, the simplest answer here is that we, our, inst our elites are a bunch of sick perverts. Yes. That's the simplest. That's mm -hmm. it. And, and it is not reasonable for us to say, well, that's not really fair. The facts are there. And this is this has just made me realize that little piece of me that just really wants to be winsome and give the benefit of the doubt. I think you're I think you're just being imprudent if you're still giving people the benefit of the doubt. But a week ago, I still was giving people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It is done. It is gone. You're dealing with a bunch of perverts who are, in fact, coming after the kids. Am I right or wrong? No, no. Well, no. I, I mean, you Gra know, Graham, I've been, I, Graham's like, I've been preaching that for seven years. Finally, I've, John's I, on I, my side. I've been easing you into this for four or five years <laughs> now, John. Like, 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 like slowly but surely. Think about, and, and this is both a, in my opinion, it's a good and a very, very sad thing. <laughs> so think about uh, anyone who's listened to us before knows that me and you actually met a long time ago. Uh, you know, we, we, we have mutual friends from our past, et cetera. But me and you officially like met and got to talking and becoming friends probably around 2018 ish, you know, somewhere around in there. So people have heard this story. Think about our very first conversation, yeah. which was and, and and I wonder if you remember this specifically, you know, it was it was more of the, you know, well, you know, tell me about the music and the band and, you know, and this and that. And then when we turned the we turned the uh, the, the 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 mics off me and you got into a conversation of, I, I believe I said something along the lines of, Hey, this is only going to get worse. And we're going to need people like you that are in the Christian world to come and meet us that are in the political world halfway. Like something, I said something along those lines. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So think about that conversation and now think about everything that has happened since then. So, so, so if I can go purely spiritual for a moment, okay, I realize that everybody that listens on yours and my platform, they're not, you know, not everyone is a Christian, et cetera. And we, we even, I even have some, uh, some listeners that are in the LGBTQ community. Some of them listen because they're, you know, academics and they really just like to hear my opinion. Others listen because they absolutely hate me. So, you know, from, from a purely religious standpoint, um, this is 100%. It is amazing to me how many Christians just do not believe in actual just evil. And they're so like dumbfounded when they find out that like somebody did something bad or people are doing something bad. And, I, you know, we literally have a book. It's called the Bible. It's kind of like a playbook. It literally tells us point blank. This is not new. Like people have been doing this kind of stuff 
all throughout history, um, uh, murdering children, uh, um, 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 sexual perversion, um, uh, uh, sexualization of children. Like people have been doing this fallen societies for the entire course of human existence. Like, like this isn't like something shocking and new. The crazy part is we're supposed to be a new, like established moral society. And what's actually happened is no, we've just gotten better at being deceitful and covering everything up and people, you know, don't know about it. We live in a time where it's only going to get worse. And, and what we need, I hear you say the little piece of you died. And I would argue that that needs to happen in today's battle. I had a conversation with a church just two weeks ago. I, I got to go speak in Phoenix. Um, and, and I had the same conversation. I was like, the, 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 the thing that Christians do or don't do and churches do and don't do is we're always about 15 years behind where we need to be. Mm. Yeah, that's the right. battle that we're mm. fighting right now we are not in maritime peacekeeping operations right now. That's not where we are. That's not where we are. We are in soon to be, uh, somebody wrote me the other day, because in my book, I talk about, we haven't had our Pearl Harbor moment yet. And I still believe it hasn't 100% happened. We're getting close. Like the United States was ignoring World War II. They knew it was going on, but they were ignoring it, right? Like, ah, uh, you know, yep. it's, uh, well, you know, we're just going to stand it. And then Pearl Harbor happened. They're like, okay, we can't ignore it anymore. That's how I feel about Christians, about even if you're not a Christian, you're just a, 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 a at least a decently moral human being. We haven't quite had the Pearl Harbor moment yet. And, and, and I, I dread to think about what that's going to be. I, I do. I really dread to think about it. Mm. But but we need warriors right now. That's that's what we need. We need warriors because everyone that would say, well, as a Christian, you're supposed to love people and you're supposed to do this. And you're supposed to do that. Uh, you know, we, we can argue that all the time. I, I even made a point in my last preaching thing that I did that the Bible was riddled with Jesus dining with sinners, but you never, ever hear about Jesus getting invited back, <laughs> you know, kind of thing, because, you know, <laughs> Jesus, you know, I mean, yeah, he hung out with people, but he's going to tell you the truth. You know, he's going to tell you that these same people that would say that they're watching us as Christians, as we see this evil going on, they're like, what are you going to do about it? Are you good? Are, are you going to do anything? I just have a hard time believing John that if Jesus was here today and he was standing on the side of the road, and there's children on the side of the road as grown men are naked with their genitals hanging out, riding down the street. I just have a hard time believing Jesus standing there going, this is appropriate. I love everybody. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, that's not the, that's not the Jesus I read about. Like, no. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see a world where that's real and, and that's actually the truth. And, 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 and Jesus, especially, you know, you want to talk about hills to die on abortion and child sex trafficking are it. Jesus says very closely in the Bible, like, Hey, the kids, the kid that Jesus was very clear about how he feels about children and how important they are. And here we are as grown adults, proclaiming Christians, professing Christians, and we're not going to fight and be willing to metaphorically or really the hill the hills to die on that is abortion and child sex trafficking and child grooming that is going on i mean it's like a three-headed monster that we're fighting right now mm. and it's all centered around kids that's the other thing that's the other crazy part um 
kids that aren't born yet, kids that are currently born, and then um, uh, a confusion of children. Yeah. All in, it's, it is all related around children and young adults. That's it. You know, you're, like, like, you're right. like, like me and you, somebody can come to you like, you know, Graham, you like, uh, I don't know. Uh, you watch the, the used to, you watch the bachelorette with your wife back in the day. You might be gay. <laughs> and I would look at you and be like, dude, I'm married. I ain't got a choice. You know, it, it's, it's a train wreck. You got to watch it. I'm not going to care what you have to say about anything. Cause I I'm a grown adult, like whatever you, there's nothing you can say to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kids it's going to confuse impressionable. you. Children are, are, are unable to defend themselves. And then children in the womb obviously can't defend themselves at all. Every single bit of this is against children. Every single bit of it is evil. And yes, any man, biological man that wants to chest feed a child, they're pedophiles. Like, like, you know, Riley Gaines credit to her. She came out and said it. A woman came out and said, any man that's trying to chest feed a child, that is sexual perversion. That is what pedophiles do. There's nothing. You are not a mother. You are not a parent. You're a sexual deviant. That's what you are. That's not real. That's not true. And it's wrong. And we're allowing it to happen in our society. Man, you, you said so much that I... I got to I got to unpack. I love it. First of all, in case people watching don't know what Graham's referring to about the naked men and uh, on the side of the road and Jesus being like, I love all these people. Uh, He's referring to a a pride event in Seattle. I believe it was where naked men on bicycles are driving by as a celebration of pride. There's families, there's kids completely nude. Completely, Completely. absolutely. And then the chest feeding thing, just so people know, is, is a that is a man who says that he's a woman mm-hmm. and takes a whole bunch of of whatever those you know hormones or whatever it is to try to produce a substance to lactate to feed a baby uh, it, it it it's such you can't make this stuff up and i think you no. make a great point about this idea you see it in the church today people are like but jesus loves everybody we just we're so we're so blessed that we've been able to be like lazy, fat, and stupid because we live in, we've lived in such a good country. We just gotten lazy, fat, and stupid. And so Jesus loves everybody. You, you really think that that would be Jesus's response at the no. new, the new dudes riding past all the kids. He's like, love everybody. It's sort of, it's ridiculous, but you make another you brought the whip and flip the table over. <laughs> oh, I mean, I just, what, man. I, I'm sorry, but that's the truth. And people don't want to acknowledge that, that there's, there's no way that Jesus would have been okay with that. Like there, there's, there's no way like find me a place in the Bible that, that, that would be, Oh, well, Jesus loves sinners. What does that have to do with tolerating sinners at all? What, what, what we've gone from a place. I'm gonna go preachy on you for a second. Whereas love the sinner, hate to sin to ignore the sin, enable the sinner. That's what we've gone to as Christians. Right. And, 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 and if we don't have people that are willing to, and this is a question I ask your listeners and then my listeners as well, you know, what are you going to do about it? Like, yeah, what, 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 what better hill to die on, whether it costs you your business, your money, whatever, than to protect your children and to go out and protect other people's children that maybe they can't like, like, like what, Dude, it makes me, it makes me want to just, 
go off the grid and go find these people. And like, just, it, I mean, it really does. It, it makes me go to an anger place where I just want to just be done. I'm not paying taxes no more. I got better things to do. Like we got to go find these kids. We got to go fight these people. Like, like, like we've got to, we've got to do something about this. And, and it's so, it's so dark. You're trying to so get me, you're, you're trying to get us canceled on YouTube here, man. I'm not trying. I, I'm not, <laughs> I, I didn't say go kill anybody. I didn't say that. I said, go out and go get them. I uh, arrest them, save the children, do whatever, whatever happens. I know, I know exactly to them after that mean. point. That's not on me. I, I just, it, 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 it stirs up. I was talking to Victor Marks uh, last week and, 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 you know, Victor, Victor and them, that's what they do. Like they go find these people. And I was talking to him. I was like, what do you do? for your soul, like to see something so evil all the time. Cause I'm being honest. I don't know if I have the strength to see what these evil people have done or are doing to these children and, and, and a, and a switch not flip that I don't know if I would be able to turn it back off. Like, like, like it takes a super strong person to yeah. be able to, righteously go after justice right i mean it yes. does it's a very very strong person i don't know how they do it like like, like because i don't know if i could do it I, I think that i would see red and i would hulk out and i have no idea what would happen after that you know i i, I mean i'm just being honest like how how do you how, how do you see such evil and then maintain any semblance of love for the human race at all yeah, I, I honestly hear what you're saying, and, and I kind of want to go back to something if I can, yeah. which is that uh, you, you're talking about that sometimes some Christians have this, we have this problem where we don't believe in this like super duper evil, like is that it's as evil as it could possibly be. And I want to touch yeah. on that because I think that a lot of Christians, and, and I can relate to this, so I, I've got some grace here, but I really want to convince some people I think I think a lot of Christians say, oh, I absolutely believe that, but they believe it in a sort of like bifurcation. So almost like like a, a, a duality. Well, I believe that, but it's more like in the spiritual realm. It's not like in the here and now. It doesn't manifest. So it's yeah. it's a spiritual darkness that, yes, we got to fight that spiritual darkness with prayer, but it's not going to like manifest in any sort of political way or through a government tyranny. And that's one of the reasons I say we had the benefit of living in a country that has a yep. wonderful constitution where people are free. So the idea of a government tyranny of absolute wickedness and evil, yep. like, like communism or some like Stalin, like Lenin or, or whatever, we, we don't think that that's even possible because we've had the benefit of, of living in America. And I would posit to Christians that what, what you just said, Graham, if you see this evil face to face, how would I control my rage? Well, here's what I would say to Christians. Go back in time eight years ago and ask yourself, what would you do if you were seeing videos of children hanging out why pride uh, parade nude people are driving by where yep. men are trying to breastfeed children? All right. Which is which is impossible. But. but I, there's so much perversion drag queens coming to your school paid for by the state which means that our taxes are paying for drag queens to come to your school yep. 
for your kindergarten teachers to teach your kids about transgender ideology. Three years ago, I was still trying to convince Christians that there was such a thing as transgender ideology. They didn't yeah. believe me. So you go yeah. back in time. I guess the question is, is what is going to be the 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 limit of things that you you listener, whoever's watching this program, what is the limit for you to see with your own eyes to say, okay, by God, that just crossed my line. I, I'm getting vocal. That just yeah. crossed my that that crossed it woke me up, and I, I will not put up because the truth is, is we keep giving in a little by little by little because we want to be reasonable. And I just want to pause it to the people watching today that the the time I'm not saying that we're not being reasonable. We are, but we're not living in a reasonable world. We're not arguing with people that are reasonable. We, we are we are arguing with people who have lost their minds to madness. Yes, they are perverts. Most of these elites do not have a problem with pedophilia at all. They just don't. In fact, they love pornography. They love the sexualization of children because they think it's going to create a good society. So I would just say, Christians, let's stop being theologically fat and lazy. Stop being philosophically fat and lazy. Get involved. Uh, I don't know what that exactly means for you, but some, part of it just might be believing what you see with your own eyes and realizing that these institutions, big media, big tech, Hollywood, they hate you and they hate your kids and they want the worst things possible for you and your family. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I would say that, <clears throat> that the Christian psyche and the Christian community is a reactive community and not a proactive community. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to quote a buddy of mine, Dan Bongino, <clears throat> he said, you know, the truth of the matter is it just hadn't got bad enough yet. And, and what's going to happen is what, what is it going to take for that Christian to actually do something? It's going to happen to your kid. That's what's going to happen. Something's uh -huh. going to happen to your child. And that is truly unfortunate. Um, you know, it, it's going to be your child is, you know, hurt by, by, some pedophile it's going to be your child is indoctrinated in school it's going to be something something along those lines it's going to come to your doorstep that's when christians are going to be like ding 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 okay we need to do something but then it's too late it's too late at that point you know and so i would challenge i would challenge christians i would challenge the church um i would challenge them to challenge what their idea of ministry is in 2023. I think, I think we need to do that as a, as a community across the board. When we think of ministry, we think of, you know, evangelism. We think of starting a church. We think of missionaries. We think of all this stuff. What about the people that are standing up for righteousness in their town, in their community? Uh, you know, what about the people that are going out there taking the arrows by themselves to, you know, we don't like the word prophets in today's society. You know, you, you bring up the word prophet, everybody's like, ah, and they freak out, you know, but what were prophets really? They, they were just people that loved God, that saw what was going on. And they were just basically screaming at the top of their lungs. Like, do you not see what is happening? Do you not see the evil is going on? We need to return to God. We need to repent of this. We need to end this evil. And, you know, I, these words didn't exist back then, but I would imagine they would have been called lunatics, probably called conspiracy theorists, probably called maybe sure. domestic terrorists, white nationalists, you know, what, what, whatever it may be. 
And, and, and I think that we're in that now too. And so I think there's a lot of people that are trying to fight the battles that have been abandoned by the church for a long time. Mm, um, I think that's the great point. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I had a conversation with, uh, at NRB, uh, you were down there. We saw each other for like two seconds, but, but, but I had a conversation with somebody and I said, look, I, this is the way I look at it. And this isn't just me. This is, this is everybody that does similar to, to, to what I do. <clears throat> you know, a, 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 a pastor could lose their job and they could go apply and go do something else somewhere else. Right. People like me, <clears throat> We burned our boats for what we believe in a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Like if, if, if social media shuts me down, if sponsors pull out and all this other stuff, like, I, I don't know how I'm going to provide for my family. I can't go get a job. Like, like, like who's going to, I mean, honestly, who's going to hire me? No one, no one, no, no one will hire. We, we burned our boats a long time ago for what we believe in because, because this battle is only getting started. The battle hasn't even started yet, John. That's what that's the that's where I'm at now. Five years later, after we met each other, is the battle hasn't even really started. This is weeding out who the real warriors are going to be for the actual battle to actually go down. You know, mm. and 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 that's my you know my warning, my 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 call to action for the people listening is who are you going to be, man? Who are you going to be? Are you going to be the person? that just played it safe uh, because, you know, you were worried about a paycheck or you were worried about people having a bad opinion of you, or are you going to be a person that when you die, whenever that is, you know that you laid it all on the line for the only one that really matters. And so, like you said, uh, to, to Jim Caviezel's, uh, you know, point, so many of us are afraid of the world and the devil instead of making, making God mad. And, and, and I do, I believe people like you, John, I believe people like me, other people with large platforms and to those listening that will eventually create platforms for themselves. You know, there's two judgments. Did you love the Lord? And you know, what did you do with the, with the life that he gave you? And, and, and I just, I, I do, I believe that now is the time for warriors. Now is the time for truth tellers. Now is the time for now is not the time for peacekeeping operations. Now is the time to drop the drop the hammers down. And then, you know, maybe five, 10 years down the road, maybe we can get back to that, you know, peacetime stuff. But, you know, if you ask me what I think, I don't think we're ever going to get back to that. Mm. I think that's a poignant way to end. I love it. Who, who are you going to be? It's time for Warriors. It is all spot on. And I want to, as we end, say, how thankful I am that there are so many warriors watching the program, people that are raising their kids in the fear and admonition of the Lord. We are proud of you guys. And there are pastors that watch the show and church leaders because I meet them on the road and I always make a joke. Why are you watching Cooper stuff? You're too smart for this show. There are people doing the work. We love you. We are Absolutely. so thankful to be fighting next uh, to you. So Graham, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show again. I appreciate it, brother. Anytime, man. Love it.